Hello, and thank you for listening to The Audio Project with Dina Tierney. Today's episode is part of a new series that I'm launching meant to inspire you to get to your next level and how an athlete's mindset can get you there. I hope you enjoy. All right, we are kicking off a new series of our podcast, really focusing on the mindset and the power of an athlete's mindset to help you in your day-to-day life. And today I have a very special guest. Can I call you Coach Steve? I feel like that's appropriate. That's all I know you as. <laughs> like Every weekend I see you and I'm like, there's Coach Steve. That's, that's fine with me. Yeah, Coach Steve. Okay. Well, for official sake, um, Stephen Small. And you are the program director for First Tee Hawaii. Thank you for being here. Yeah, and I'd love for you to just take a few minutes and tell our audience a little bit about yourself uh, for context purposes, and then we'll jump into a bunch of good conversation about um, the importance of having a good mindset that helps you solve problems. Of course. Uh, Thanks for having me again. Um, I think you introduced me perfectly. I think I'm Coach Steve first, and I really enjoy being Coach Steve. Um, My title is the Program Director for the First Tee of Hawaii, and so what that means is um, I help facilitate the programs, um, a part of a nonprofit, the First Tee of Hawaii. We're a chapter of a national network, and so um, my, my role is to basically develop the program so that we provide as much opportunities for the kids that come through our program and get as many students into our program as they move through. Uh, professionally, I started playing golf when I was about 17 years old, and I was probably about as good as most people when they <laughs> start, and that wasn't very good at all. Um, and I got a, I got addicted. I got the bug, and I just get, kept on wanting to get better, and I did it. But who, how did you? S- get into like did someone say steve try out this golf thing like what was the yeah like, why would you even pick up some clubs uh, mostly because i had some friends that were on the golf team and i was at a small school and so it wasn't that difficult to get on the golf team at that small school and just the more i played the more i wanted to play and uh as basketball and a bench warmer at best at that. <laughs> and so I kind of wanted to find something that I could find a little more success in. And I, I didn't at first with golf, um, but really got addicted to the process of, of getting better at golf. And I think that's one of the things that helps give me some strong assets as a coach because I learned at that kind of mm. early adulthood stage on, on how to get better, um, all that fundamental stuff is is fresh and then all the failures of trying to figure that out um, is fairly fresh as well Um, so I went right in from learning to playing in tournaments um, and doing pretty poorly um, overall at that and so um, golf has just been something that has been really tough and really helped me I don't know find a lot of passion it's just a fun sport uh, to be a part of so yeah very cool so back then compared to now like thinking about your um like what do you love about golf then versus now like has that changed is it the same things um yeah there's there's a lot about what i loved about it then um was just being outside and just um i'm a i'm a grinder i'm a hustler i love working hard it's just something that is just in me and so golf there's always an opportunity to get a little bit better and i wanted to win and I was bad so there was lots of opportunity (laughs) to get there 
And I would say a lot of that is the same now. I would say probably the change in the mindset as far as coaching, especially as I get the opportunity to help other people get better at golf, is how to do that smarter. I think that's what golf has taught me in life um, mm -hmm. as well, is a clock, right? <laughs> Clocking in, clock out, doesn't necessarily Google results, but exactly. having intentional feedback and processes so you can get better quicker um, playing the game of golf is fun. I, I try and encourage, and this is how I, what's fun about it now is it's almost like a video game on the golf courses. The better your skills are, the more you have that controller and the more you can really just, I mean, the golf course is kind of your imagination to go crazy and see how good you can do. And it's really fun to take my son out. He'll, mm -hmm. He's at the time where now he can hit the ball and so he can keep score. And so that's my... That's cool. My, my thing that I'm working towards is I really just want a buddy to go play golf. <laughs> the end goal. How often do you play, you know, per, like on your own without the kids? Because I know you do a lot with, uh, with not, the not youth. Not too much. Yeah. No, um, not at all. But what's fun is as the first team grows, it, we start at age five and then we go through high school. And so our teenage and a little bit higher skill level classes are growing. And so... Mm -hmm. Um, all those students kind of start at the younger levels and they're there. So I, I get to compete against them a little bit more now cool. and it's fun to, to do that with them. So I would say mm -hmm. two classes a week, <laughs> I have a club in my hand and I'm, yeah. I'm competing at some level. Yeah, so. that's cool. Well, the, the reason I asked you that question about the before and after, like I, I learned, I took golf when I was really little. I was probably five and six. So I took it for a couple years, mm -hmm. then dropped it completely. And then played very infrequently as an adult and then more recently started to pick it up so I've been playing a little bit more and I feel like as a small child I don't I don't think I really was thinking about what I liked and didn't like and then now with the hectic life of being an entrepreneur and being a business owner and just the day-to-day -day of everything that life throws at you golf is such a great sport for just that moment of complete focus right like you are focusing on one thing not 50 other things which is what the day is right of, of sure. you know life um, and the other thing I I really value as a company for us is this team concept and I feel like the value of working together as a team is something really important but people don't really think of golf as sort of a team sort of sport what do you think are all the values? I mean, I know first he has all the cool words of the day, which I love. Um, but what do you think are those values that translate? And you know, because team for me is a big one, but sure. in golf it might be. Yeah. I don't know. What are your perspectives? Yeah, I would say golf is kind of unique in that perspective that you don't really have that team environment. Um, but I would say where I would kind of combat myself yeah. on that statement is you have an opportunity to network a ton. And so I would say the, the advantage, or maybe not teamwork, but you really have to be comfortable with yourself on the golf course. Because um, there are tons of opportunity to network, but you have to be, like you said, focused on that one opportunity that you have for whatever shot you have ahead of you. And the more you're prepared for yourself personally, the more you can network and kind of enjoy it. It's kind of like a good, test to see where, where you are personally it's true and and it's a really great opportunity to kind of overcome that that failure um and and still kind of have fun right mm -hmm. and, that, and that's that i would say what most golfers and, and i'm sure you can answer this as well is 
what they share is, is failure mm-hmm. <laughs> and frustration. Yep. Um, but also the joy and that camaraderie to your mm-hmm. teamwork and, and kind of overcoming, getting it over the water or whatever that, that difficult shot is, or maybe if you hit it right, having to hit it left, whatever that is, I think that even if someone that you met on the first tee, if you hit the most amazing shot of your life, they're, they're the best friend with you. And I think that golf is unique in that individual sport side that yep. everyone's kind of in it together because it's all hard. Yeah, it is hard. You, you feel each other's pain. You're like, yeah, that was yeah. done that a few times when someone messes up. But sure. yeah, for real. Um, you know, thinking about the the athlete's mindset, you know, have you had a moment as an athlete maybe where you've ever felt like, you know, when you played competitive um, in high school or any example, I guess, can you tell us how you had, if you ever had a moment where you're like, I'm not sure I can get through this, or you're feeling really challenged or just frustrated or, you know, whatever, what, what did you do? Like, how did, what, what was going on in your mind? And then like, how did you deal with it? Yeah, I think um, the most tangible example is that, so um, if you were to watch me on the range now and in college, you'd say, oh, you get golfer, can hit the ball okay. Uh, but the mental side of scoring or putting a score in the scorecard was just something that I really struggled with in college. And so um, I remember the first tournament that I broke 80 in, in college. It was, I don't know if you've seen a tin cup. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the caddy <laughs> says, put your change in your pocket and everything. Um, that was me on the driving range. I mean, shank, shank. <laughs> I mean, miss, shank. Um, and that was the tournament that I went on to, to have, you know, my first round where I broke 80 in a tournament. And so I think what I learned in that environment is what you have is what you have. Um, and I think as golfers, and I mean, probably in business as well, there's this strive for unreachable perfection, but really you got to perform with the best of what you got. And I think golf and playing at a competitive level, still learning. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have this, I have the same challenge, but I think that that particular, just like knowing that I didn't have my best game and I, and I had my best score. That was really an eye-opening experience for me. That's cool. I love that. And I love the always be learning. That's actually one of our values is you're like, you never stop. Like the game, everything you do, um, whether it's sport or anything, you know, learning a technical skill in our case, it's always be learning. It never, you never can really reach the end, the state of perfection that doesn't actually exist. So keep going. Um, so tell us how you got plugged into First Tee. I'd love to hear, you told us a little bit about your background ahead of time. I'd love to kind of dive into that and for you to give our audience the story. Yeah. Of course. So um, come up from a teaching background in my family, family of teachers. Um, so just kind of ingrained in who I am, that side. A um, couple coach friends experience uh, while I was playing in college and just kind of first couple professions. And then I was looking for a way to get back, and I saw the first tee as an opportunity, and so I started volunteering and coaching, and I, I loved it. I had an absolute blast and just kind of got more and more involved um, on, that, on that side of it. And so I think um, how I got involved from the first tee was in there is the first tee kind of went through a transition period here in Hawaii, and I got asked to kind of help get the program up going again. Um, and so that was a cool opportunity for me to kind of capitalize um, myself with a career switch, but more importantly, something that I had a blast doing. So 
That's cool. And you had a whole career before even jumping into that. I did, yeah. The last the last thing that I did before I became a golf coach is I got Island Air their IOSA certification, which is a big safety audit international. It was a lot of work and it was a lot of fun and I had a lot of great teammates that helped me get it um, and get there. But uh, being out on the golf course for eight hours a day and and telling you know safety up your golf clubs as, as you're familiar with the five, six, and seven year old class. Um, it, was, it was a little more enjoyable when I went home at the end of the day. So That makes sense. Is there an inspiring story you can share about First Tee and the impact that it's had on um, maybe, yeah, just any youth examples? I mean, you've been doing How long have you been doing it now? Uh, probably a little over five years, starting okay. as a volunteer. Um, the First Tee of Hawaii is coming up into its fourth year uh, nice. since we've been going. Um, yeah, two stories come to mind um, immediately is um, because we're all about access and fun, um, we bring students at any price point that they can afford to be in the program, but also any skill level. And it's really about building community around learning how to play golf. And mm-hmm. so as we talked about, um, there's a big spectrum there. And so one of the students that started back when I was a volunteer you know, um, Coach Haruki, um, really wasn't that good at golf when he started, but he loved it. Just so passionate about it, any opportunity, just so hungry to learn more. Um, and when he was about 16, if you heard him say, as, as a golf coach, that he wanted to play college golf, um, you would have thought a lot of things would need to change in his skill level to get there. Um, and so, but the kid has worked his butt off mm-hmm. and try to get every opportunity as can and today he's played college golf in Ohio okay. and um, you know he, he talks about mentorship of uh, the first TV program and then he worked with uh, Scott Simpson who is a local coach here who is also a US Open champion and really a big supporter of the first tee and so I know that without the first tee program and really the community that he had um, to kind of fan the fire for mm-hmm. his passion. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, maybe it wouldn't have happened. Maybe it wouldn't happen. But it's cool to see him there and really him develop as a man. Um, it's very cool. He was a very, and still is a very goofy kid. Um, <laughs> but golf has really helped kind of shape him to kind of where he is now. And so stoked to see him playing college golf. That I is guess. amazing. Yeah, really, really cool. Um, and then we have another pro, uh, another participant in the program that just played in the Pure Insurance Open at Pebble Beach. Um, she's an incredible golfer. I um, saw that on your social. Yeah, I've been very fortunate enough to be work along. She volunteered coaches and so I was able to caddy for her for a couple ter- or for one tournament and you know we've been on the golf course a lot and herself as a leader has really developed but our golf game is the top and so she got to experience what being a superstar is uh, through the opportunities from the first tee and it was so cool that the small role that i have in helping the program be here uh, gave her that opportunity because i know for a fact that that's something that she's going to remember for the rest of her life so Mm -hmm. that's very cool do you do you have i mean you build good relationships with all the parents and the students 
do you see anything like um, the impact that golf has? Maybe first tee, but indirectly, golf has for people off the course, like young people off the course. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of things. Uh, the the tangible thing, I mean, for fundraising and also the importance of our program is very few athletic programs get the students away from wherever for like four hours at a time. Right, and so golf is a long activity where you're focused on doing yeah. something other than getting in trouble. Mm-hmm. So at a, at, a, at a macro level, um, incredible opportunity for students to get involved in golf for that reason. But I would say, um, at a more personal level, it's been really fun to see yourself, families get mm-hmm. into golf, um, and and for the students. Um, sports in general any sport I love because failing is so important Um, and the more they learn how to deal with the emotions and uh, basically stepping out of failure I think the better people that they're going to be and I really take that responsibility um, I I take that as a big responsibility of the program and being a sports coach Um, but seeing families get into golf is so cool Um, basketball I told you I was a real good bench warmer (laughs) But um, I was the youngest in my family, and so by the time I was playing basketball, my dad might pass it to me to shoot a little bit, and, and, and we had fun, you know, we, we shot around, but, um, you know, his, it wasn't as young as he, as he used to be, and so I think the coolest thing for me to see is uh, multi-generation families spend hours of time together mm-hmm. um, and have that competitive environment that's not like struggling. Like, what did you do in school? No, it's like, did you get a part? And then, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then from there, like really meaningful stuff can happen. And so I don't know what it looks like for each family, but I know that golf provides that opportunity that no other sport really I can. I agree. Yeah. So. How do you, um, how do you, I mean, it's gotten so popular too, right? During the pandemic, is that, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, so cool. Yeah. I think it's incredibly awesome. Um, I think the other thing that really sparked during the pandemic is, I mean, over the last years, golf technology has gone through. Really? I mean, as a golf instructor and just as a golf consumer, um, there's so many tools that have been developed. And then the pandemic helped a lot of people realize what those were. Mm. So whether that's remote coaching or whether that's the just, I mean, I'm one of them. I'm, I'm guilty. I have a, a mock golf simulator at my house. I, I don't really, wouldn't really call it that, but so many people and yeah. so many families in the first seat created some sort of practice environment at home to be able to do something. Mm-hmm. And I think it really helped a lot of people own their golf game. Yeah. On the first tee side, challenging because um, we're, we're, our role is to provide access and it's not at a high price point. And so really just lucky that our course partners really blocked us in and mm. kept us there where they probably had they had reduced capacity yeah. overall and demand was high and so i mean places like here on oahu with Oluwai and bayview and roy kuni and hawakale um they, they still allowed us to be out there and, and the kids to be out there um, when they could have been collecting a little bit more money and so um really cool that the golf community here in Hawaii was was able to do that and really fun to be able to provide. We saw a lot of sports, kids that are involved in sports not in golf through this pandemic 
come yeah. into goal. And so that was also a really fun opportunity. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, people don't weren't really thinking about it as much, but certainly now everyone is. And and you're right, the technology's changed too. So I'm I have um I'm doing my golf tech lessons again. So I started that back up a few weeks ago, and so I'm heading there. But the technology has even changed where they don't strap you in anymore. They have like a thing where they can just still, you know, give you all those, <laughs> all those pointers um, without strapping you in. Um, do, so do it's they pretty strap, cool. Do they have the sensors on? They the, used to before uh, the pandemic, but they updated the technology where now they're just video. You have to be like in a certain place uh, and they video you and it still like kind of checks your, you know, if you're swinging on plane and like all that stuff. So cool. it's pretty cool. It's kind of nerdy, but it's cool. No, it's <laughs> As a golf coach, it's helpful. Not, not everyone, it's not for everyone. Yeah. But yeah, they just, they came this week, they launched something for golf coaches to basically do that, but it makes a 3D avatar and oh gives you God. measurement points, just like how you, yep. you, you used to have, I mean, I did it in college. It takes like 15 minutes to put all the yes. sensors on <laughs> to be able to do it. Uh, but I mean, I could take a video and it, and it has it's really cool where technology is going to help and that's if, if you watch the PGA Tour and the LPGA Tour mm-hmm. and all these stories like high level golf is like so good now mm-hmm. like everyone is just so incredible and I think a lot of it is because the the, the players that yeah. want to get that good they have so many tools to be able to yeah get yeah so. for sure so what's your vision for first tee Hawaii um my vision for the first CFY is to be the place um, for fun. I mean, I think that the community that the first CFY has built so far, um, I want to double down um, across every island. And so we, we've started that. Um, so we have programs in Kauai and Maui and pretty soon the big island now. Um, but that opportunity that Mia, the Pure Insurance Open, um, I want that to be something that is a very competitive process and why I want that to be a competitive process to get the opportunities that are available with the first tee is because it's not just golf that got Mia that opportunity. It's she presented herself as a valuable member of the community and how she's impacting the community around her and she has a killer golf game. And so I think if the first tee of Hawaii can keep growing this large number of students in the program and a culture to make high-level golf something that you can get to if you want to, but really who you are mm-hmm. <laughs> when you come off the course. Um, I think that, I mean, just a tangible example, right? Like all kinds of things happened through the pandemic. My catalytic mm-hmm. converter got stolen from my car. And all kinds of mm-hmm. things happen. And I think that the, the first year program can small combat that and, I and completely help bring agree. A, 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 a tremendous amount of youth in the community and workforce and, mm-hmm. and golfers. So. Yeah, I agree. And that's why I love the First Tee program with the the word of the day and the different things and how how words like honesty, because there is no, I like when you're like, there's no referee on the golf course to make sure you're keeping score correctly. It's on you. And I think that kind of those lessons that you learn that obviously apply to the sport now you can translate that so much for youth. i mean youth need that kind of they need that kind of coaching and it's so tangible it's so relatable and you're like oh yeah that makes sense in the game 
that can make sense in my life and you guys always are good about what does this mean does this mean like I, what's one of them where you guys are like yeah you're responsible for picking up your own clothes and taking care of your clubs and yes. what does responsibility mean and all those great values that the game of golf teaches yes. will absolutely have an impact um, here in Hawaii for those students that participate in the program so I love what you do keep it up um, so my last question is what would you say is the biggest life lesson or even a business lesson? I know you had a career before this and, and now you're basically, you know, a leader, a business leader. Um, but what has been the biggest life or business, um, sorry, biggest life or biz- business lesson that being an athlete has taught you? I'm going to hone in on the honesty part <laughs> okay. uh, of the first T. And I think it's, it's a, a T up for why it's important for, for youth to understand that. But I think... Um, taking an honest assessment of where you are so you can get to where you are next. I think oftentimes, I think when I grew up in my career, um, school was a lot more accessible, like it was technology age, right? And so just getting stuff done and just having uh, a title at the end, that that was kind of like a, a way to go about it. Um, but with golf and then in career like really honing your skill and honestly knowing where it is so that you can have as much success as possible um, so that you can keep growing and it's and it's okay to say that I got a bogey <laughs> or no I don't know that I'm not sure and, and I want to do this really well and and learning like you said I think that um, golf and in my career now has taught me that and I think it's really important as an athlete and, and as a professional to really test your skills and, and be honest with where they are. And, you know, that, it doesn't mean that it's over, yep. um, but you, you got to know where you are so you can get to where you want to go. So I love that. I absolutely love that. And I tell the guys very similarly, like in my past career, I've definitely had moments where I've maybe taken lesser of a title or taken something else because I knew I wanted to grow in another area. And I like that because I don't know if I was internalizing it the same way that you just described. So perfect. Love it. Well, Coach Steve, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. And um, I guess I'll see you on the range at some point. Of course. Thanks for having me. Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you. I absolutely love how an athlete's mindset translates so well to your business and to your career. More on the way from the Athlete Series, so please subscribe. Thank you again for listening and reach out to connect at Dina White.